Welcome to Live from Size Lounge, showcasing alumni of Iowa State University and Cyclones Everywhere, making communities, Iowa, and the world a better place. Hello, Cyclones Everywhere, and welcome to a special edition of Live from Size Lounge. My name is Matt Van Winkle with the ISU Alumni Association. Well, homecoming is happening at Iowa State right now. Festivities are going on on Central Campus. And this year's homecoming theme is Sigh of the Storm. So we thought we'd bring in somebody who knows a thing or two about storms here in Iowa. We got Channel 13 meteorologist Brett McIntyre here. Brett, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks. It's always good to, to get back up into Ames, get back onto campus. So it, it's great to be here. Yeah, you got the tie. I, yeah, match yeah it. You we're got, ready to You're go. matching side yeah. back here, so. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, like we're all coordinated. Yeah, so, so what are some homecoming memories you have? You were telling me you wrote for the Iowa State Daily in college. Yeah, so, you know, there's always all of the fun, all the, you know, the lead up of the week, all the different activities, things going on Central Campus. So wandering around there, meeting up with, with friends and everybody. Uh, of course, that's something that everybody experiences. But the games themselves, like you said, yeah, I was always writing for the Daily. Yeah. So I'd be up in the press box for the games themselves. So I'd kind of miss out a little bit on some of the game day stuff just because of all that. But uh, that was always fun. It was just, it was just yeah. another unique way to get to, you know, not a lot of people get to watch uh, games from that point because I, when I wrote for the Daily, I wrote, I covered football and men's basketball, so I'm sitting in the press box. Wasn't homecoming, but uh, in 2005 when we had the tornado game sure. up in the press yeah. box there and we could see out the backside, we actually yeah. saw the tornado that touched down wow. on Ames. That's when everybody kind of went into the, the stairway. a unique there, so. perspective there from the high above Jack Trice. Yeah, yeah. I was actually at that game as well and I was sitting in the last row of Jack Trice, but that was obviously after the tornadoes mm -hmm. had passed. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was a wild day because I remember we, I, I think my last class got out at three that day. Okay. And um, we got out, you know, it was bright and sunny and it was windy and it was, you know, it was November, but it was like hot, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Then by the time we got to, over to the stadium, then all the TVs in the press box are on, and the weather's going, and they're talking about the tornadoes in Woodward and, and coming this way. So then we're all standing, you know, yeah. pressed up against the windows watching it come in. And that's, saw it dip down and like, yeah, you know, we should probably, yeah. <laughs> probably find a different place than right in front of the window. Well, we're not expecting any tornadoes, hopefully at this homecoming game, yeah. but yeah. Uh, so you graduated from Iowa State in 2008 mm -hmm. with a degree in journalism and meteorology, two different degrees. So yeah. did you have a pretty good idea that you wanted to get into meteorology? Yeah, that, that was kind of the, the plan since yeah. probably that was four or five. So me meteorology was kind of always, always the plan. Um, my dad wrote for uh, sports for the paper in newspaper in Fort Dodge, uh, so I kind of had that with me. So that, you know, growing up, I, I, you know, my jobs had been umpiring baseball and doing little league. So when I got to Iowa State, you know, I went into the the daily and, and got started there for the job on the on the uh, side. But yeah, it was all meteorology was always the plan, and I, I kind of always wanted to do broadcast meteorology. So I thought, hey. Uh, it'd be easy to, to, you know, double major with journalism, get into the video classes and all that, and just kind of things snowballed from there. And I think it was probably late in my junior or senior year, just with the, the credits that I had transferred in from high school as yeah. well, yeah. Uh, sitting down with the advisor, kind of realized, hey, you know, there's, there's kind of this fine print and whatever here that you've got enough credits, you know, you take 
maybe one or two more classes here or there, and, and it'll be two degrees instead of just a double major. So that's how that yeah, turned out. Cool. So you graduated from Iowa State, and you started at WHO. It's been 13 years since you've been there, yeah. right? Yeah. We uh, graduated in May of 2008 and started in, in the middle of July. So I had uh, about a, a two months in between there to just kind of to chill before, before I started. I had yeah. done an internship the previous summer. Uh, with the sports department because I, I needed to do the journalism uh, required an internship so I needed to do something where I could get hands-on with the camera so uh, you know I'd known Keith and Andy just from sure. running into them at games working for the daily so I uh, weaseled in with them for a summer internship and then followed that up uh, in the winter uh, interning with Jerry and Ritter for weather and did that for me so I, I just kind of hung around there yeah until they say, all right, fine, we'll give you a job, just <laughs> here, yeah. here we go. So it worked out. Yeah, and so you're from Fort Dodge, you're from Iowa, so mm -hmm. what does it mean for you to be able to report on the weather being from this state? You know, it's, it's real cool, because, yeah. you know, then you, you're still close to all your friends and family, you know, they get to watch you, you talk about them. It's talking about an area that you know, and you know all the places, you know all the little towns, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's hard when, when if you either you have to go somewhere else or you watch people come in that are familiar for there and it's, it, it's a struggle to try and learn that so that that really I think helped me to my advantage just yeah. it, it gets a start and hey I, you know I already know all these places so it, it takes one it's one fewer thing on your plate that you, you've got to worry about when you're getting started what does a typical day for a meteorologist look like from when you get in to when you leave oh well you know the the typical day is uh, we, we kind of get in and uh, we start kind of going over all the forecast stuff. It's about a two hour process to get a show on there. We sit down, we redo the seven day basically at the beginning of every shift. So at least twice a day, the seven days kind of re restarted from scratch. Yeah. Put that forecast together, got to build all the graphics. Um, we got to do our own hair makeup. So there's, there's really n nobody that helps us with anything. So any, anything that goes on the air on me or on the graphics, it, it, I've had my hands on it. Yeah. So. Uh, it's 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 about a two-hour process on on a on a normal day or quiet day. We've got radio forecasts. We've got stuff. We got a, a tape for the web. So once the show goes on the air, uh, you know we, it's maybe a minute uh, weather in the first uh, first segment, and then the actual weather forecast is 2:45 to 3. So 30-minute show. I, I've got like four minute four minutes where I'm on TV. So the TV show, the actual newscast yeah. is like the slowest part of my day. It's like, I'll do a thing and kick my feet up and surf the web yeah. until it's my turn again. Yeah. Do you think Iowa is the best place to be a meteorologist? Because we really do get true seasons here. Yeah, it's, it's cool because, you know, we get four different and distinct seasons. You yeah. get uh, spring and fall, you get severe weather in there, you, you get a true winter. And so that's kind of what, what everybody always talked about is, well, where do you want to go? And, uh, you know, where, where, where do you want to end up for your career? And it was always, you know, in the Midwest, you know, in, in Iowa, in Kansas City, you know, San Diego is, is nice, it's, but it's, it's really boring yeah. <laughs> when it's just 78 yeah. and sunny every day. Right. Which, you know, we get into stretches like that here sure. too, where yeah. we, we come in and we're sitting there, sitting there with Ed and we're just, geez, this weather is so boring. Yeah. About the time we say that, then we're slammed with severe weather and we're there until two in the morning for three or four. Well, that's typically nights, in the summer when you guys can go on vacation and kind yeah. of coat. No. <laughs> yeah, one, one of us leaves and everything just, just yeah. goes, goes nuts. So as we all know, living in this state, all of us here have lived in Iowa at some point watching this, the weather can be unpredictable, as we said. So what are some of the weather events that you've covered that really stand out in your career? Well, uh, the, 
the DeRay show is probably the, the one that uh, comes to mind, just the, it's the most recent, and that was, um, we knew there was going to be a chance for storms. We thought it would be maybe more later in the day that day, um, but there was at least a chance that there could be some early morning storms, because I remember waking up and checking the radar, and where those storms started out in South Dakota and Nebraska, there were one or two warnings, and, and most of the time they fall apart at that time of day. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll kind of keep checking on that. And I just keep looking at the radar and the thing's getting bigger and bigger and it's going faster and faster. So now I'm trying to go faster and faster. So that, you know, that was a, a crazy, a crazy storm. We had a couple of uh, winter storms. Uh, one, uh, I think maybe my second, second winter at the station where we had, um, I think 14 or 15 inches of snow in Des Moines. And that, that was, that was crazy. And, uh, in between when I started, when I graduated and started, was the Parkersburg tornado. And I was chasing on that, that storm and got into Parkersburg yeah. about uh, four minutes after the tornado went through there. Yeah. So that obviously was an experience. Wow, absolutely. Yeah, we know the devastation that Derecho had even on campus here. A mm -hmm. lot of trees had to be taken down and just a lot of damage that happened to our, our campus here. Yeah, it's, it's left a, a, a pretty big mark all across the state. And uh, yeah, it's one of those things that you, you, can't, you yeah. can't fix the tree. So that'll yeah. be there for a while. So Brett, Iowa State graduates like you are mm -hmm. making their communities, the state of Iowa and the world a better place. And I have to think that the work that you do as a meteorologist, your number one goal is just to keep people safe, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, how do you think that you've been able to use your education and your degrees here from Iowa State to help you know, keep people safe and uh, just help people here in the state? Yeah, you know, Iowa State, the meteorology program, it's well respected across, across the country. It, it pulls in people from all over. There's a, a pretty big tradition of, of, uh, of meteorologists that have been on TV in Des Moines at the stations that are connected to Iowa State. So it's, it's I think, uh, I, I hear from a lot of people when they move away from Iowa State, even if they or move away from Iowa, even if they go to a bigger city uh, in the Midwest, um, they sometimes miss the the weather coverage from all from all of the stations in Des Moines. And so I think I think we get spoiled with such a top notch you know program that's just right up the the road from Des Moines where our stations are and, and gives us access to that level of of trained people. Yeah. Great. Well, Brett, thank you so much for joining us here today. And before we let you go, yeah. obviously we have the big homecoming game oh, yes. coming up on Saturday against Oklahoma City. And you got a little forecast you prepared for us, right? Yeah, I, I've got I've got one ready to go. So, right. so we'll get a look at that. Sounds good. A homecoming forecast here for Iowa State. The Cyclones back at home here, Jack Dry Stadium. Of course, everyone uh, piling on in uh, to Ames tailgating, getting into the game. It's going to be a great fall afternoon for homecoming. But uh, we're all going to want to be dressed like it. 55 degrees, our kickoff temperature. Again, this is 2.30. Uh, so we're going to have most of the day. That's going to be pretty close to the high. That's as warm as it's going to be. Good news is there's not a strong breeze at all. But uh, for folks that are going to be out uh, doing the tailgating, maybe uh, re-acquainting uh, with old friends, different tailgates, and making the uh, tours through the lots, 37 at 8 a.m. We've got uh, chili on the list at uh, our tailgate. So might encourage you to do the same. And by the time we get to the end of the game, uh, roaming around, we'll have temperatures back down into the 40s. Get no wind out there. Probably start off mostly sunny by the end of the game. Maybe back to mostly cloudy skies, but no rain in the forecast either. Happy homecoming to all our Cyclone fans out there. Again, enjoy the game.
We hope to see you here on campus for homecoming festivities. Friday is our open house and pep rally here at the Alumni Center, followed by pancakes, campanilling, and fireworks on Central Campus, and of course the football game against Oklahoma State on Saturday, with our Cyclone Central tailgate opening three hours before kickoff at the Alumni Center. For those who can't be here in Ames, we also have a number of virtual opportunities for you to get involved. Just visit isualum.org slash homecoming. Thanks again for watching. We'll see you next time live from Size Lounge. This series is made possible by members of the Alumni Association. If you are interested in staying connected to the university and receiving all the benefits and services of being a member, visit isualum.org.